Welcome back to Bruise with the Homies. This is your host, Bruise with D-Bro. On this episode, we have Bruise with JB, Heron Bruise, Trav Bro, and we got our good friend Seth that we met two weeks ago at the uh, Horse Trailer Hideout event. He uh, came by, and when he came by, he came through with some beers. And we're going to kind of do something a little bit different this episode. So, uh, Heron, JB, Seth, and myself all brought a beer to uh, to share with everybody, and we're going to each take turns describing the beer that we brought, and we're also going to talk a little bit about the Masters coming up, we're going to talk about a couple of the bottle shares that we've been to, JB, Heron, and Seth got some good stories that of what's been going on at the bottle shares. And then uh, there's a couple of events that we're going to be heading towards. So we're going to talk about that as well. So, JB, we're going to have you take the floor first with the first beer. Yes, sir. So, you know, on the podcast, everyone knows what I like. Triples, always have Monkish, Pure Project, Fit-Ins, Bottle Logic, all that stuff that I like. So wanted to switch it up. This is why I brought Meowsonry. It's from Jester King. It's supposed to be a bitter farmhouse ale. So this one was at Corey's, shout out to them. They've been having some really good stuff lately. So we've been down there to support, buy some beers. So before this episode, I went down there, grabbed a bunch of stuff for the homies and excited to try this one. I love the artwork on it. It's a little cat holding a pizza and a little sign thing on there. So uh, on the episode picture, you'll be able to see it. All right, well, let's go ahead and get a cheers. So, Seth, since this is your first time on, we're going to go ahead and hit you with the first impression. So, he he went for two sips. Went for two sips, uh, you know, trying to feel out, like, where it was hitting me with in terms of a little bit of, little bit of funk, but mm-hmm. not a lot. You know, it's not, like, a super funky thing, but very smooth. Um generally just like really really easy to drink uh you know, they they really make some uh some some great stuff that i have a bunch of bottles back at my place so i don't think i have this one so you know thanks a lot for bringing it so jb yes did this meet the expectation yeah or? it's just for me it's just light kind of refreshing it's not overwhelming like i said it's just really light um kind of get like a tad bit of a sour but then it's just not like i said overwhelming it's gonna be a little funkiness to it a little malty i think and just it mixes everything together very well okay heron what, what what's your thoughts yeah so i'm kind of getting like i think uh i haven't had an apricot in a while but i think i'm getting like kind of like an apricot flavor out of this thing um i guess that's the malts and stuff you get a little bit of sourness but it's like an inviting sour to the point where if someone has never tried a sour before they're not gonna pucker up and be like dude what the hell is this this is beer it's like yeah i'm not gonna tell you why it's sour either or how the souring process <laughs> happens because then you might get a little grossed out but yeah no i love this beer yeah you love it i love it two thumbs up it's cute it's we're gonna see how much one. james loves it here in a second right, here. so james your famous rating does this take your clothes off good just the belt just the belt just the belt oh to, to leave some of the bloatedness yes Okay. I always got to take that off first. <laughs> okay. I, I like that. I like that. Um, I think this is a great summertime beer, to be honest with you. I think this is one that I can enjoy out, like, on the golf course. And, like, if you saw me pull up with a big old bottle of this and it's just me drinking it, you please take my – please 
please smack some sense into me because mm-hmm. that will be gone before the fifth hole. Because yeah, that's how good so that drinkable. Is. Yeah. 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 So you start on what? The fourth hole? No. I'll start <laughs> on the fifth hole. <laughs> so you got to start on the first fairway. Yeah, and it's only 5.2%. So that's the great thing. It's super hey. drinkable. And it's Eat. nice refreshingness from a stout because we've been drinking a lot of stouts lately. So it's yeah. good to mix it up. That's why I wanted hey, to bring it. I get to it. pick the hole, though. Well, you got to get away from the clubhouse, and especially the marshal. Yeah. yeah. They'll be like, oh, we're going to get you. Yeah. You're right. You're right. But you said starting on the first fairway. So, I mean. <sighs> Away from everyone now, it's just us after that. Okay, okay. I I got you on that. I got you on that. So, JB. Yes, sir. This past weekend, you brought Mark, your boss, to BZ. Yes, finally. So, how did that go? Nice. So, it was a great time. Uh, I've been wanting to take him into the shop for a while. It's hard for him to get out. And, you know, we did a little work. Our paint rep took us out to golf at Rose Ranch. So, played very well. He shot 101. I shot 76. Had a couple birdies. It was a great time. But for him, it's all about learning and having a good time. We shared some beers with the guys and then took him in afterwards. Matt was there working, so it was fun to just hang out with Matt. My boss was really into it. We got like seven people to shotgun. We were pumping people up. So it's always was, a great time to have random people come in and be like, shotgun? He's like, you over there. You're going to shotgun. So, Get over here and shotgun. And then Vinny got in, so we got to talk to Vinny. Got to talk uh, my boss, you know, big bourbon lover. Um, Did he get so, to try any of the bourbon there or no? No, like he said, um, in the future he'll bring some for everyone to share and try. Oh, wow. So he, so it was a great time overall. We tried pretty much three or four different beers. I had some still left from the golf course to share, so he shared some Monkish, and so it was a great time. Um, always recommend everyone to bring people down, have a good time, or just message us on Instagram, Facebook if you want to come share with us. I like that. So that kind of brings me into the next beer here, Mr. Seth. You have something here that is not close to here. So <laughs> we're going to talk about your Haterade. How did you get a hold uh, of the Haterade? Yes, that's right. This is the, uh, the Haterade, which is a you know, Jay Wakefield Finback uh, collab. And so this is the, the New York City edition. Yes, uh, sir. So it did nice. not actually come from Miami, Florida. Okay. Um, but uh, this one made its way here. Uh, via New York City obviously my my friend Jeremy is just a huge Wakefield fan and he and I both went to Duke University so we probably appreciate the haterade yeah. lingo nice. um, you, you, you went know, to Duke I, oh, man. I did. this is so why you, I you, like you you can make a fun make fun of me no more, no no <laughs> this is why I like you I, shout I, out I coach K shout out yeah coach shout K. out coach K uh so anyway so yeah so the, the haterade uh, I haven't actually tried it yet, Ooh. so I am really looking forward to uh, to giving it a shot. Yeah, right. the color on this is so beautiful. I it love it. It definitely looks like that. the red Gatorade. Cherry yeah. red, baby. Cherry, Cherry red. red. Well, yeah. let's Cherry go ahead and, and cheers. Aroma on it, too, is just beautiful. Yeah. It, it smells like fruit punch. Yeah, yep. oh, definitely. Like, definitely there's does. no denying it. Sure, you didn't spike a Gatorade. Tastes like some candy. Yeah, fruit punch yeah. candy. Yeah. yeah, it tastes like a fruit punch candy. Um, it's definitely delicious. I I enjoy it. I think this is by far one of the coolest ones because it actually matches what the color would be when you see it in a Gatorade bottle. Yes. yes. <clears throat> I feel like though this definitely needs a little bit like Gatorade terms wise needs a little bit of water. A little bit of electrolytes, too? Yeah, a little electrolytes. Ooh, man, we'd be perfect. God, I love this one. I think that if this ever came out here or I just need to hit up my people and get more <laughs> yep. of stuff like this. And that's kind of 
the cool thing about having Seth on here and him coming to the event, sharing beer that we normally don't get out here. So it's great to incorporate stuff like this into the podcast. And I did a little trade with him before the episode, so we'll have more exciting stuff because of him. So we really appreciate so, that. And that's kind of what I was going to ask the both of you guys, because you guys are probably out of all of us here are the most active in the beer trading. So like my question is Seth, how did you get into the beer trading? Like how did you get indulged into it? Uh, wow. Well, let's see. So during the, the pandemic, um, I ended up, I had been in Connecticut before the pandemic and then I ended up down in Virginia most of the time, uh, but was doing a bunch of zoom happy hours with people, mostly in New York. Nice. And obviously down around Richmond, Virginia, we've got the Vale, we've got the Answer, we've got you know Hardywood Park. We've got a lot of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. And and so that I, I would end up kind of going back and forth uh, sometimes up and down the East Coast on ninety five. I spent a lot of a lot of time yeah. doing that. And you know while doing that, I would you know maybe pick up some things, drop them off. Um, you know, we didn't do too many in-person shares. It was mostly all Zoom. Virtual, yeah. uh, but now that things have opened up, uh, we've been you know, like actually meeting in person and having much more large, elaborate shares. And now that I've been kind of coming back and forth to Vegas, yep. I've been taking like two suitcases full of like 100 pounds of beer. So yeah. there you go. That's so <laughs> awesome because it just reminds me of our journey during yeah. you know, COVID yeah. everything where we would go down to – Pure Project, San Diego, grab some stuff, share it with people. It would be funny because we'll go like on a random ass day. Like it'll be what, a random Thursday? Yeah. Or a random Friday. Hey man, let's go. All right, cool, let's go. And then we'll just go. Just Uh, just go pick it up, trade with people. So that kind of got us more into it too. So it just seems like the pandemic kind of pushed everyone to be a little bit more adventurous, trade and have these. And that's what's cool about beer and craft beer in general, just to be able to share, to do the Zoom calls, cool. and still stay connected to people. And it's have also those conversations. cool to hear how people come across their beer because yeah. not every like not everybody has a brewery. So yeah. there's people out there that rely on people like Seth and JB, who's like, "Hey, can you get this? Can you ship it to me? Can you drive it to me? Can yeah. you, how how can you get me this?" And that's kind of like the un, like kind of the underground part of the beer scene, which yeah. is actually really cool because. Like, yeah, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I drink beer. Oh, do you trade beer? And everybody's like, what do you mean trade? Oh, that's you, the next a, step. That's the next the... step. That's the next session with it. And now, like, we kind of talked about this beer. Heron, what did you bring? Oh, I got a uh, Pliny the Elder. Ooh. It is a classic West Coast from Russian River out in California. I'm a big California fan. ton of great breweries just all around. I haven't been to central i haven't been in northern california but i know everything out there is just super interesting there's a huge market for beer out there and yeah i mean everybody loves this it kind of speaks for itself you've never had it go find it and you'll enjoy okay well Well, let's go ahead here's i think i just recently had this one with you heron if i'm not mistaken yeah we had it at the event definitely had it at the event can I tell you, that beer is very consistent, like very consistent good. Like this is something that like I would buy a case of just to have on deck to take with me during the summer to like golfing trips, bottle mm-hmm. shares, events. James, your famous rating. What is the famous rating here? Shirts coming off, pants are coming off. 
Ooh. Ooh. Okay. It's, it's so it's so smooth, so clean. Like you said, it's a perfect golf beer. Oh, that is. I the think most this perfect. is one of. The, I think it's actually a perfect one to introduce someone in the craft yeah? beer world. Yeah, like really. the first stepping stone. Yes, I think this is a good one. Okay, it's, just, it's very smooth, nothing too scary. Yeah, and talking about like the consistency, like you brought up on Untapped, there's two hundred sixty-three thousand check-ins. So think about how much beer they produced over the years of this. How consistent it is. The average rating is 4.51. Yeah, that's my rating all day. At 8% West Coast style, just come on, smooth, a little bit of hop, like bitterness to it, but it's not overwhelming. It's something that's going to be enjoyable for a large range of people. Get introduced to people, and come on, it's even like a historical thing too, where just people recognize that, people search for it. Like Pliny the Younger, that one was huge i saw a lot of people training for it in the community a lot of people were seeking after that the they did multiple releases to make sure the crowds weren't too crazy and big so just thank you heron for bringing it i appreciate it yes thank you this this beer is phenomenal i feel like this is like a step into your world like i feel like this is like one of your main beers to get people to see like your beer tasting journey yeah i mean it's got that west coast uh, I guess bitterness that you get out of it. However, it stays the same bitterness throughout, really the entire, uh, I guess, time that the flavor is there. Yeah. And it's also got like a nice malt sweetness to it yes. that complements it very well towards like the middle and end of your your tasting. Okay. Well, you were talking. I accidentally goofed, but I think I made a good goof. Yeah. So I drank the one that Heron brought. Yes. Right. After I drank that, I drank the Haterade. Yeah. You get a little bit of a different mouthfeel. Just a little bit. Like an initial. Yeah. It's just like, huh, that's like it, it hits brings, it a little bit more, yeah. It, it brings out the Haterade flavor more. Well, that's why I always talk about how I love doing different styles. And it's funny because we all picked a beer and it's all different styles. Like, that's exactly what we, we didn't even mean to do that. We didn't coordinate which one we were bringing. No. We got a West Coast. We got this, um, like, um, Saison, or, or, yeah. And then yeah. we have, or the Farmhouse Ale, and then we have the Sour Ale. And then Debro brought Meow, the Slushy XXL from 450 North and Drecker yeah, Club. That was from that uh, four, or 450 drop at BZ. So you know what was kind of cool about yeah. that? I, like, I wasn't expecting that can there because I'm going to be honest, I didn't see that in the post. Yeah. It's because I wasn't paying attention. Well, they had 17, so you could kind of get lost in all the ones <laughs> yeah. they posted. Of course. But like this one right here, the can art first caught my eye. It looked like Gary. Oh, from SpongeBob, and it's like and it's, a training card series. Yeah, it's the training card series, and to me, that looks like a Pokemon card. And yep, yep. when I got this beer, all I could think about, like since I got it, like sitting in the fridge, all I could think about is a uh, Heron's amazing voiceover from the last episode. Oh yeah, shout out to Heron. Shout out to Heron. I was gonna a bring that one, later. but uh, oh, yeah. I accidentally drank it on oh. that saturday with uh with tony cena and gab nice. so i yeah. was like that was an ipa right yeah yep. yeah, yeah let me really tell good. you oh it was delicious all right let's cheers this one up so i'm excited to try it oh, yeah. so in this one it's triple pink guava double passion fruit and double apricot apricots are a fun addition wow you don't really get that a lot in beer oh i love this one what was There's- it again 
Triple pink guava, double yeah. passion fruit, and double. It's a good. I just, I just get guava on this. The one. guava and passion yeah. fruit smell is yeah. the first thing. Yep. I get. Yeah. And then on the um, taste, it's not too thick. It's not. It's not like, too thick, but it reminds me a lot of like the tums, the chalkiness. Hmm, okay. Like when it sits on my mm. tongue, yeah. that's what it reminds me of. The kind of like the chunkiness of like like the chalky taste of Tums. Mm. But I could definitely taste the pink guava and the um, passion fruit. Passion like, fruit. So, big one. so yeah. we need to go down a discussion. Yes. So JB poured this one and you, Dustin, actually got the last of it. So <laughs> yeah, that might be the reason why it's coming off chalky to you is because yeah. most of the fruit is... In your glass. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, here, let me taste yours. Awesome. And then you get your little swap. What do you think, Seth? What do you, what do you think about this beer? Well, like I said, I, I think that the the passion fruit and guava was, like, readily apparent in the, the nose. But then, like, when you're actually tasting it, the apricot comes out a little bit more. Yeah. Like, it's, it's being a little bit more body there. Yeah. Definitely. All right. So, after JB and I switched... The chalky taste is gone. Yeah, mm. I because <laughs> on the other ones I kind of mixed it up, but yeah, I should have. Yeah, so that's okay. why. I so that's used a lot better. That, that, so that was that a lot better work. than the first time. I was like, oh man, I was like, man, I got, I think I got another one in the fridge. I was like, oh fuck. No, I just <laughs> should have poured it a little bit better. I'll take that one. Um, I could have ran it through the physics too, but I like it because I like having that one and this one. So I get yeah. kind of both. But I'm, I'm glad you made that observation, Heron, because I was going to walk away very disappointed. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's important. Like yes. when you have a heavily fruited can, you know, Make roll sure it all around. The sediments there. And, and also, if you can, just like yeah, just I don't know, pour it carefully or pour it amongst all the glasses that you're going to pour, and, and then, then pour, go, go back, another yeah. round, and Opposite. then keep doing rounds of pours to, you know, fill it up. Hey, that's why. Um, Something that I'm going to be doing here soon is uh, with the Cicerone program, I'm going to jump onto that train and do the certified beer server. I want to start learning and advancing oh, my knowledge. Oh, so you're going to be the certified pour. Yeah, so that way, you know, just not make mistakes like that, learn more about the beer, because we already kind of took that journey and we shared it a little bit of just learning from the beer Bible, reading through the different books, beer pairings, all oh, that. Also so. learning from the bartenders themselves. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like Matt, Ryan, people that we've had on here, they've shared their experiences. So I feel like I'm such a deep level like consumer at this point. I have such great beers. I already have an appreciation for it. I have the beginning knowledge. Now I want to get a little bit more in depth. That way we can You want to start talk. the mastering program pretty much. Yeah, like I want yeah. to start at that beginning level. And then especially at some point get level two. Um, I don't know. We'll see what the journey takes us. Because level three and four, those are huge. And those are hard to get. There's very few of them, especially master Cicerones across the country. If anybody could do it, you guys can do it. You guys oh, are, sure. you guys are uh, it, it seems like a lot of reading. It seems like a lot of like yeah, just learning. And and so you guys are pretty good at that. I think you guys can fucking do it. Yep, Let's over see. time we'll definitely learn. I mean, this guy's a lawyer, so I have no I mean, doubts in him. Definitely book smart, man. Yeah, we'll book see. smart. Yeah, yeah we'll of course. It's, uh, you got to have a lot of discussion, a lot of street knowledge too yes. for a lot of this stuff. I mean, at the beginning, Cicerone levels, I don't think is much. yeah. Well, the certified oh, yeah. beer server, and then level two is the goal for us because you know, like wanting to brew at some point, and just having that gives us that established ground of knowledge and yeah, taking well, everything we learn from the street. At streets. the end of the day, too, you guys also have good connections that you met through the beer scene. Yeah, I mean, so you got the guys at Beer Zombies, you that, guys yeah. got the guy at... You guys are good. Yeah. 
You guys are you guys got the the successful group around you to succeed. So talking about succeeding, this week Uh-oh. is the Masters, and uh, Tiger Woods came out and said that he's playing. Is it official though? Still? Yes. Okay. It's official. Right. official. All right. So that's the big thing. James, we're going to start with you because you're the uh, residential golfer here. Okay. And you work at Travis Matthews. So, who do you think is taking the Masters? I like, I like John Rahm. He, you know, he's, he's my Travis Matthews guy. Got to support him. But I really feel like, in my heart, I feel like it's Brooks Kepka this year. You think Kepka is going to get it done? Brooks Cupcake. Ooh. <laughs> Brooks Ooh. Cupcake. Man. Okay. I feel like he's got it. You know, like I said, he's going to be that quiet dark horse this year. This time of uh, year, he's he's got the game for it. It suits his uh, playing style, and I feel like he's got a chance this time. Okay, JB, what do you, what are you thinking? Well, you know, Tiger coming back, the amazing that he's hitting one seventy one ball speed. That's incredible. Like man. only five miles per hour off of before the accident. Like talk about not even being able to use your full body. His swing's a little bit short, and me yeah. and James were talking about this, but. The consistency, the way he's playing, and you know he's not going to enter a tournament unless he thinks he can win. Like he's not going to go half-ass it. So I think he's going to go pedal to the metal. Like he's like, I'm going to try to compete the best I can. I don't think that he'll end up winning, but every time people doubt him, he does amazing things. So for me, anything top 15 would be incredible. Would love to see him just finish the tournament, play well, but. I'm. I think we could see Justin Thomas come out and play very well. I think he's finally learned to like take the pressure off himself and just enjoy it. So I could see him competing very well. And and my other one is Rory McIlroy. Like, I think with fatherhood now, he's gonna be able to appreciate everything of this journey and not take it so serious. Like he's. Yeah, he hasn't won in what like seven years. I, I'm going to stop you there, dude. Yeah. That course does not suit him at all. I, I disagree. I, I, I think it's just I, the pressure on him because he oh. can shape the ball. He plays very well, and I think hey, he could really. I need a whistle here. I mean, I wish I, I technical wish, foul. I wish we had the video recording, like so people can see us. Like when you yeah. said that, we're like we're just Justin and I are just literally shaking our heads. Like can, no, I'm going to hit y'all with a bold prediction. I don't think Bryson qualifies. Oh, you don't think he makes the cut? I don't think he makes the cut. Because so I was listening to some podcasts. Shout out to my boy Bill Simmons and uh, Joe House. They were talking about the master odds. And they were talking about a... uh, By the way, I'm not a financial advisor and I'm not a bookie. I'm I'm none of this (laughs) bullshit. So if you fucking take what I say and bet it and come after me, (laughs) it's your fucking problem. But they're betting Bryson not... To qualify, and huh. the reason why is is because a lot. I don't think a lot of people remember this. Bryson's hurt. Yeah, the oh, time course, frame. Yeah. So the time frame of his injury recovery time was four months. Yeah. Well, he cut that down to two months, mm-hmm. and in that two months, he hasn't really been doing much, and it's coming down to the point of, hey, is he going to be able to get his stuff dialed in? I mean, we watched mm-hmm. it when he went head-to-head with Kepka. Yeah. Now, of course, that wasn't... Anywhere near as hard or yeah. Yeah, to the level. So, And I know that everybody's going to say, oh, it's the off-season, it's this, it's that. I'm going to... Look, you golf for a profession. Yeah. Yes, it's hundreds of thousands of swings and perfecting it, but... When you play that much, when you take a month or two off, you're still going to be 
better than the 10% that you're competing against, yeah. you know? So, like, for you not to qualify, I think that would be crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's just going to be a tough course. It depends, too, how tough they make it right. Like, we've seen that whole debate of how hard they should make majors. Do we want 20 under to win the Masters? Mm -hmm. No, you want something that's going to be three to four under. You want a very highly competitive, very difficult course because, in all honesty, that works to Tiger's advantage. He Mm -hmm. knows how to manage. He knows how to play those type of games. I don't think he, at his age, after the injury, could run up the scoreboard like that. So if they do make it such a tough challenge and keep it low, I think everybody struggles. I think that you can't shortcut that course. You can't take the risk that Bryson's used to. You can't be so aggressive. You can't fucking long drive it like Bryson. Mm -hmm. You can't if you could get away with it, but is it something that he could get away with while being injured? Because when he's not injured, sure, you could say he can make up with a short game. He could find a way to tweak his strategy because – Let's be real. It's not like our average golfer that goes out and just plays. Like they're playing practice rounds. They're str- like making a strategy to best attack this course with their game. And experience is a huge factor too. So that's why I'm yep. kind of leaning on some of these older guys, Tiger, McIlroy, Justin Thomas, that's played there quite a few times. They're learning from their mistakes. They're entering new chapters of their career, in my opinion, to where they, they can make that stride. But yeah, let's hope for the best. I have my... Uh, Tiger Masters glass. So I'll be drinking. I'm out so of that jealous of you, bro. I hate oh, you so I much. I love that glass. Up. I'm so jealous of that. I'm one. gonna tell you right now. Shout out to Gabby for having ESPN Plus because my ass is gonna be watching it all fucking week, all fucking weekend, and I'm gonna be eating that shit up. All right, boys. The real question is, what is the best finish you think Tiger is gonna place? I I think top fifteen. Top fifteen. All right. I think he's gonna fucking win it. He's gonna win it. Okay. I think he's gonna. He's win gonna. It. He's gonna tie Jack this year. I think this is the year he gets it done. His son's gonna be with him. It's it's a fucking perfect Cinderella story to That's tie awesome. Jack. I think he ties it. I don't think he breaks the record ever. I just think he ties it. He ties it at six. Yeah, ties it six at green six. jackets. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I. I'm a huge Tiger fan. Tiger got me into the game, really. That's kind of with anyone's story. I feel like really yeah, nowadays, up. especially nowadays, especially. Um. Um, personally, I have no no way of like thinking about it. I would say I would say top twenty five for me, or I will be happy with he makes the cut. Okay, no expectations there, that's, but that's making the cut for me would be very happy with. I mean, let's say year year and a month since that accident. That yeah. I mean, like you said, when you said one hundred seventy ball speed, yeah, it's like insane. that is incredible with everything he's been through, all the injuries. Nine times out of ten. No one's coming back from that. Okay. So, we kind of got the Masters talk all out the yep. way. Yeah. Mr. Seth, I have a little bit more questions for you. Sure. Shoot. So, you've been driving the whole East Coast, it yes. sounds like, for all the pandemic. Mostly between Virginia and Vermont. Okay. okay. So, between that range of you just kind of stopping at breweries and picking up stuff for your friends and everything... What brewery that you have never been to before that trip that you're like, I got to make sure I always stop at that place? Oh, that is a, a hard one. That's a um, hard one? Yeah, because there there's so many that are so great. And so, honestly, okay. I, I actually really was not that much into, into beer before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was to some extent. Yeah. yeah. But really, it came about 
from our Zoom happy hours yeah. and things I had with with my friend. He he sent me like a care package of beer from Urban Artifact because he kept seeing me drinking like the same stuff. <laughs> like you got to switch it up. Like it was yeah, it was. I mean, it was it was great. So you know, if if I think about the ones that I always have to stop at, um, you know. It's kind of my, my hometown ones, like The Veil and okay. The Answer. Okay. Uh, I had been, like, always, always going to The Veil. And more recently, I've been thinking, man, I, The Answer has, like, I mean, it's The Answer. No. Uh, yeah. it, like, it, it has beer is The Answer, right? That's yeah. their yeah. tagline. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like, those are the ones that I'm always stopping at. But, you know, you can go to 12% in Connecticut, which yeah. brews so many different things. Oh, yeah, that was such a fast selection that we're even getting their stuff out here right so you you want to hear something that's super crazy my girlfriend gabby she was just asking about you yesterday she was like who who is the guy that was there with the long blonde hair i was like that's seth she's like yeah when we go to connecticut you need to ask him what breweries to stop at so i'm glad that you've been there because now you're gonna help me get to some good breweries out there because yeah uh, we're planning on a trip out there at the end of the year. So like, it's kind of like one of those things like, all right, cool. Going to go out there and I'm definitely going to bring back some brews. If yeah. I have to ship them, drive yeah. them, call or ship them. I'm going to do, gonna do it. Them. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Can't wait to ship yourself. Yeah. I let, you know, I think it's pretty cool. Like the whole concept of like driving the whole East coast, grabbing beer. Cause like, yeah. I bet you at like how many breweries do you think you stopped at during like the pandemic? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's probably at least 20 or so. 20? Nice. But nice. I mean, you know, like, but even if you go around just in Connecticut, like it, there's just so many in that really, sh- Connecticut's a small state. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I mean, like, and there's a surprising number of breweries like right in that area. And then like, again, if you go to 12%, you, you could probably got like a dozen brewers, at least yeah. at that one brewery. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then New York, I mean. New York, yeah, New York, New York is huge. It's crazy. We we love a lot of their beer out there. They have so many great breweries and great beer coming out of there. But as we start to wrap up this episode, let's talk future events. You know, oh yeah, let's, so much let's, coming up. Let's right talk now. about the future events here, boys. So uh, four twenty, BZ yes. finally announced it. They finally dropped the tickets, and uh, pretty much everybody. Are you going, Seth? No, no. Are you going to be? I, in town? I'm going to. I'm not going to be in town. Oh. Unfortunately, we'll miss Man. you. Yes. We'll drink enough. For drink one you. for me. Yeah, yeah. we will. <laughs> not, not just one. We'll drink enough for mm-hmm. you. Okay. So I'm excited because this is the what second, second annual. Time. This is the second, second time that we're going to be going. Yeah, yes. second time we're going, and this is they, my first time. You're going to be excited. Yeah. Heron. Yeah. How how drunk are we going to get? You know what. Try to, I don't know, try to pace yourself. Get yourself some water. Get yourself some Gatorade. Yeah, I'll drink. Haterade? Haterade. Water, Gatorade throughout the event. I'm always pushing. Drink your water. You're going to be drinking so much throughout the whole event. But they announced some great stuff and great breweries coming up. So why don't you tell us? Yeah, I'm going to right now. Tripping Animals is going to be there. I was super excited for that because when I was down in Orlando, I had a bunch of their stuff, was drinking their stuff down there. I love it. Yeah. So, out of did they announce all twenty five breweries yet, or no? uh, I think they have a couple more announcements. But they also uh, Dream State uh, from Miami, Florida. They're gonna be there too. Kings you have Eight Bit Imprint, Four Fifty, uh, just ton of great beer. So 
super excited. Um, those new announcements, we'll keep you guys updated as it keeps uh, being released. So what's the odds that he gets fittings to come out? Oh, man, I hope so, but I'm not going to hold my breath because, you know, you have to go through a lot to get people to go to these festivals, and it would be great. Hey, he got Horace out here. Yeah, if I know. He get, was... If he can get Horace out here, I, I, I make... believe in Chris. Oh, if yeah, he gets he fittings do out here. It, it's game over. Yeah. No, um, I'm just excited with what he's doing. We, we might as well have a JB camp tent right there at yeah. Fittins. No, I'll just be like, well, this is where I'm staying. But no, we're super excited for that. We'll be at the evening session. So if you're there, come talk with us, hang out with us. We'll be making sure to visit and share pictures. We'll do an Instagram live. Like we'll be doing. What's the next day? What, what do we got planned for the next day, JB? The next day, it's the roast of Chris. So. There was tickets that went up for that. Um, I made sure James was the first one to tell me he saw it. So yeah, sure. yeah, and yeah, I'm not going. How's know, that yeah. sound? Sucks that you work, but um, we got everyone else pretty much going. Got Blue, got Debro, Heron, me. So we're gonna have a great crew there. I'm sure there'll be like Ryan and all that. So so that week's episode is gonna be kind of crazy because the day we normally record is uh, 4:20. Yep. So we might be recording either two episodes the week before or we're going to be a little late on posting next week's episode. Yeah, cuz we'll hopefully do like a before, talk about what else we're excited for, you know, stuff like that. Then afterwards, we'll try to post that Sunday where we'll talk about both events and yeah. we'll recap it and just go over everything. So Heron wants to interject, so yeah, what you got? Yeah, here's the thing, fellas. I know James knows what's going on exactly a week from today, and I think you guys do too, James. Oh, what yeah. are we going to on Wednesday? They're going to another event too. Oh, yes. We're, I had to think about it. I was like, what, what are we doing? Like, <laughs> they just we, found we, out they were both going, going yesterday. I don't know exactly, but you can correct me, though. We're going to a wine and cheese event at yeah. Beer Zombies at downtown, downtown Summerlin. Yes. On Wednesday, yeah, right? On yeah, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, so Beer Zombies, a.k.a. Chris Jacobs, or Chris Jacobs, a.k.a. Beer Zombies, his, his wife, Raquel, is a SOM, and she is running the wine program down there, and she's incredible. I know we talk a lot about beer here. Wine is fantastic. Wine with well. the homies yes. on Wednesday. Wine. Oh, oh, oh you, yeah. you let me know. I, I, I love wine, but unfortunately, I can't go next week. And JB and I will hold down the fort. Yeah, so oh, yeah. we'll record an episode while you guys are having fun. So um, I've already asked um, James to take some pictures, maybe a video or so. So I'll post You too, Heron. <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna Aaron, probably we'll, not gonna we'll, happen. We'll post together. How's that sound? Okay. So you guys can, I can keep you accountable. You guys can post yeah. together, like holding hands. You know, we love you. We love you. Bruise yeah. so, <laughs> with the homies. Bruise with homies. Wine with the homies. Well, yeah, oh, wine yeah. With the homies. Sorry. Wine so there's no the beer, homies. buddy. Yeah, there you you're right. If there is right. beer. I think we'll sneak one or two in. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, okay, okay. But, well, Mr. Seth, thanks for coming by. Thanks for telling us a little bit about your beer trading journey. Thanks for sharing the haterade with us. Yeah. And for next week, we'll see you then. Yep. Later. Later. Cheers. Thank you, guys.